This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding your motorcycle with your buddies on the open road. It's a potent cocktail of thrills, laughter, and pure adrenaline. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. I'm real proud of you, son. Well, that was terrible. Our apologies for even trying. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. And welcome. We're going to be trialing this. Um, it's myself, Mickey, and Omar, um, who are your co hosts. So, good evening to those of you who are listening already. Um, we're going to have a discussion tonight about three points on a win for us against Birmingham. Uh, let's welcome on board then, Omar. How you doing, Omar? You all right? Hello, fellow. You good? Yeah. Better for the win, mate. No, it's a good win. So those of you who are requesting to join, give us a minute. Let's just start to get our head around it and then we'll bring you in in a couple of minutes. So if you do want to request to say something, then you're more than welcome in. Obviously, don't slander anyone and whatnot, but um, the more people who can get involved, then the better it is because obviously we're trying to get an interaction uh, with the fan base and get some honest reactions and views. So, uh, yeah, it's a trial for us, eh, Omar? Different angle for us. Yeah, that's it. I mean, just something different. Just, you know, gave some reaction after the game today, and it? it's good to talk about it and obviously get everyone's opinion on it. But, yeah, buzzing, mate, from today's win. No, that's it. It's a, it was a, a superb. For us to score three goals in one game is um, is quite, especially for this season. So, yeah, well, we have got somebody who wants to come in. Should we bring them in and see what they've got to say, Omar? Yeah, go on, go for it, mate. All right, no worries. Let's figure out how we do. Um... Okay, so New Cross Boys 64, John Loveridge. Um, I think you're allowed to speak, mate. Give us a sec. You're connecting. 
Welcome to that Millwall podcast space. What you got to say? You need to press. You're you're on mute. You've got uh, the mic button bottom left hand corner. Yeah, I think um, if if it comes up on their side, I don't know. A lot of people are trying to do your spaces, don't they? So no, let's see. There you go. Hello, mate. How you doing? Not bad, Chef. Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad at all. What's your uh, thoughts on today's game, then, mate? Three points at home. Uh, do you know what? I um, blinking missed it. My son, my son plays semi-pro, and I went and watched him today. I'm going. I'm going Peterborough next week, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed it, but good win. Yeah, it was. It was a good win. I mean, Omar, you were there, fella. I was um, unfortunately playing Santa for my boys' uh, school fate, so I caught it on stream. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was a good game, wasn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. I think, you know, you don't quite know what to expect. But I think I just done a tweet earlier when I got indoors just now. But, you know, just kind of looking on the face of it, the home form recently has really took a good upturn. And I don't know if that's to do with, you know, the change formation. But obviously, like, you know, the atmosphere as well is a key factor in that. And, you know, three goals today, two set pieces. Obviously, you know, Bradshaw's goal in particular sticks in the memory of the second goal. But the first one was just well worked as well. But... It's kind of a good vibe around the place at the minute. And I know, like, I think the key is obviously to get a bit of consistency. But, you know, I think we need to follow up now in the next couple of games. You think Peterborough away, you know, obviously John said he'd go into that game and be a tough one. But if we win that and then we've got Preston at home afterwards, you don't know where you could be by Christmas time. So it's quite exciting. I mean, John, what are you hoping for next Saturday with the Peterborough game? It's going to be a tough one, but hopefully... It is going to be, a, t- it is going to be a tough one. I've never seen us win at Peterborough either. No, I was, I was talking to someone about the other day. Third, third time. <laughs> Third time, luckily, I'm hoping. I think we've been there twice, from my memory anyway. I think one year we lost 5-2, 5-3, first year in League One. And the second time, I think it was 4-0 down at half-time, Morrison going off, cutting off the fans. That was um, in that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks in the memory. But um, no, it should be interesting. I mean, Mickey, you got anything to add on for Peter Rowe next Saturday? I think Peter going to be uh, a lovely away day, mate, as always. It's, uh, I think it's going to be... Uh, our Christmas party away day for the podcast. So, yeah, no, it'll be good. If anyone wants to get involved in, uh, and and obviously got some views from today's game, then just request um, straight to us and we'll get you straight on and hear your views. So, um, so yeah, John, how, how long how long you been supporting Millwall then? Oh, mate, I'm 57. 52 years, mate. Uh, first game, I was five years old when I went to the first game. So, what's your first game then? I, I can't even remember. I couldn't even tell you. Do you know, when I was a little kid, I thought I used to think to myself it was the same team each week we were playing. They just played in a different kit. <laughs> honestly, honestly, that's what I remember. Probably when I was about seven, I was really getting into it. But uh, yeah, been some years. Yeah, yeah, been some, been some ups, been some downs. No, it's been it's been good, but to but be... that's us. That's us all over. No, that's it. You know, that's it. Makes me laugh when I read all these things now. Like and people think, oh, we ain't doing this. And I think, come on, mate, you wouldn't be there 20, 30, 40 years ago. It's just been the same. No, no, no. But it is what it is, isn't it? I think, you know, next week, I think we'll do all right because Bradshaw, mate, he's in some form at the moment. I think the pair of them, Afobia and Bradshaw up front together, seem to be a real handful and all. So, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good to have yeah. a little partnership up top. I think any successful Mill team that I think of in my recent time, obviously I'm a bit younger than yourself, but, you know, I think you've got, you know, Harris and Moody, you know, you think of Morrison, Gregory, Harris and Morrison, and then you're thinking, you know, potentially, I could see this kind of, you know, forming a good partnership between them because they're both really hungry and want to graft for it, it feels like. Yeah, yeah. And they're a right handful. Uh, you know, any def- you wouldn't want to defend against them, would you? No, definitely. Mm. Go on, Mickey. 
Exactly. No, I just think it's true. I, I, you know, at the moment, I think anyone's been at the moment, especially where we seem to be coming on form. You know, we were we were going into this game looking a bit on the downside because obviously Ballard and Leonard look as if they're out long-term injured and we were sort of shitting ourselves walking into this. But to be fair, I think we handled ourselves well today um, to score three goals in a game probably to, to win. Um, I think we've done a white. What about that on injuries though? Like, why is that still happening? You think both of them out for three months, what are they doing at that training ground, Mickey, honestly? I've got no idea. We're starting to get quite a few of you listening in now. If you've got a view on the injury today's result, press that request button and we'll get you live um, so you can have a chat. It's quite easy. It's uh, it's not that scary. Um, there's only a few of us in here and hopefully we get some more joining. Also, let us know what you think of this. So, uh, this is a trial for us. It's just uh, an add-on to our uh, our podcast, what we're doing, obviously, the stuff we do on a YouTube channel. So, uh yeah, let us know your views. And again, just press request if you've got something to say. Yeah, I think um, on the injuries anyway, Mickey, I think, you know, obviously the centre-half's being injured. Um, you know, I think it was it was interesting. Obviously, Ballard's been ever-present, but it felt like a, a Neil Harris kind of side today a little bit. The four four two in the first half especially. You're thinking, you know, Cooper and Hutch back at the heart of the defence. And obviously, Matt Lamara playing right back, Mario Wallace left back. And then it's kind of a bit more functional. Obviously, I, I I'm not against the five two three he plays, but I think, especially at home, I mean, I, I know you you think the same as we, me normally, Mickey, but four four two at home, it just if it hits differently with our fans. I feel like, and you could see it amongst the fans, like everyone was kind of excited on the front foot. And yeah, we got two fortuitous, you could say, set piece goals, but we just look so much better with especially two up front and a back four at home. I don't know what you we think, mate. We look comfortable playing four four two because it gets the crowd on side, and once the crowd gets on side, and you know that twelfth match, that that vocal. Um, that vocal stadium of our fans, we, we can achieve anything we want. And that's, I think that's the difference. That when we come out playing, you know, coming out with a, the five at the back, it, it just puts everyone on, oh, here we go again, same shit. We're not going to go for the win. But when we're playing 4 for 2 the players look more up for it. The, the fans are more up for it. And we just seem to, I don't know, it just seems to be a completely different feel to the club, feel to the team and feel to the game. Um, and today was a prime example of that, wasn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. If anyone wants to come in, like Mickey said there, be sure to request anyone come in and say their piece. Um, what about George Evans getting on the score sheet today, mate? How many people have been slagging him off the last week? And to be <laughs> fair, we won three with um, Evans and one Pearson as well. So, yeah. Uh, well, I don't think we'll give Pearson any credit for today, no. but I suppose we kept a clean sheet in five minutes on the pitch. But I think it was interesting with the Evans decision. I think, you know, last week, Savile, he's been the present kind of figure in the side obviously this season but I feel like he, sh- he struggled on occasion um, he plays a slightly different role than he did obviously under Harris but I think with Evans in there I thought today anyway it was kind of it was it was also one that it was kind of that dimension was looking for the con- constant ball over the top looking for Phobie or Bradshaw and I think it suited having Evans in there to kind of try and play them first time balls in midfield yes. and obviously he took his third goal superbly I think you know the left foot finish and he made it look easy, but you know I think a few players in there that would probably sky it if it was falling to anyone else on the pitch. So fair play to him there. No, I totally, I totally agree with you. I think it was, um, I think it just gelled today, didn't it? It just looked as if everything worked out, and also the fact that Lebo was fucking highly upset with a. Lot of <laughs> it just, it just adds to it, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think the atmosphere was great. I think. 
It was even I think Dini was getting a fair bit of stick. He took his goal quite well for Birmingham on the other hand. But I think it was a great atmosphere by, you know, both sides of the fans really. I think obviously sixth minute was quite, you know, a touching moment there, obviously, for young Arthur. Um, putting the ball out of play and I know I don't know if you caught him Mickey on on I follow when he was watching but you know I think the whole crowd coming together for that moment and obviously the players kicking the ball out it was a real poignant moment for Millwall. Yeah no I I, I mean it was um, they just looked up for it mm. it just you know all the way through it even to the end they seemed to be running their arse off right until you know the 90th minute they just seemed to be I don't know, playing as a team for once. Do you know what I mean? And, and when we do it with the five at the back, they just don't seem to be, I don't know, they don't seem to play like they want it. Do you know what I mean? They just don't seem to be enjoying playing football. But when we go more attacking style, we seem to, to like, I mean, what's your views on the setup, um, John? Is he still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. I was just saying. No, 4-4-2 oh, suits us. It always has done. You know, but as soon as we get some, we start changing things and swapping things. It just seems to me the players don't know what they're doing. Yes, they're sitting back. But look, four four two, and look what happens. The crowd get involved. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. It, it's, it's a different, it's a different. Um, but yeah, let's see. If he, I might take over a little bit. I'm going to see if I can. Um, get some more people involved as well. So uh, you have a chat and I'll, uh, I'll mute myself while uh, I do a couple of bits in the background, fella. All right, pal. Yeah, no worries. If anyone's listening, obviously wants to get involved, just obviously say your piece and come on, by all means do so. Um, but yeah, obviously, as Mickey was saying, obviously just new thing we're trying, a bit of interaction on a Saturday night. I mean, not often we're indoors on a Saturday, but there you go. Uh, but obviously, you know, John, we're looking forward to Saturday's game again for Peterborough, but um, it, it should be, you know, we're, we're not far off the playoffs at the moment, three points off. I, I mean, are you happy where we are on the table at the moment? Or are you hoping for a bit more? Or I mean, a, a Mill's kind of a catch-22 scenario sometimes where you think you want for more, you hope for more, but you've got to be careful what could be on the other end of that kind of sword, really, when we're talking about maybe changing the manager or, you know, doing something different. But what's your kind of hopes, obviously, for the rest of the season? Well, I'm hoping we can make the playoffs now. I really am. I, it's it, you know we 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 go through all these spells, but you look back two months ago and you would never have thought we'd be where we are now. Mm-hmm. Do you see what? Do you, do you know what I mean? So I'm just hoping if you know the pair up top, they eat it off. We'd, we we could definitely make the playoffs. I agree with you completely. I think. Just got to have a bit of hope. It's great to kind of go into these games at the den as well, isn't it? Kind of, you know, looking to obviously take the game forward and kind of, you know, try and grab by the scruff of the neck. I think I was looking through our games and, you know, we've only not scored once at home this season. It's it's obviously a fortress, isn't it, the den when it's um, on our side, John? Yeah, always has been. Always has been. And, you know, that's a big thing for our players. And you know when they're, you know, when they're playing their, their 4-4-2 and we're attacking the crowds on it, you can see it in the players. You can see it. You can see how much it lifts them. Definitely, and I mean, Mickey, it. Mickey, we were talking about it, weren't we? Not long ago about you know the kind of the den factor, especially when you're on the pitch. Yeah, no, totally. Um, I totally agree with you. I think the the twelfth man really has uh, a massive effect, uh, especially at the den because it is so loud. We've both been pitch side, and it is so loud. We got another request from a uh, someone else to join in, fella. Go for it. Go on, you do it. I don't know how to bring him in. Uh, I will bring you in East Block. Welcome to the space, fella. What you got to say? I think it's connecting. It probably takes a few seconds, right? You need to press your mute button, mate, because at the moment you're on mute. 
There you go. Welcome, fellow. What you got to say? Yeah, no, I just wondered, uh, for a while, obviously, we were talking about getting in extra strikers because the one up top that we had weren't working. But if we're changing to that 4 4 2, or if Rowett's going to allow that 4 4 2 to happen, then do we really need an extra striker if if we're going to start playing it into feet and playing the way that a phobia and Bradshaw want? No, yeah, yeah, interesting one, that. That's a Go good question, and I'm sure TT, who's just joined, um, <laughs> will probably have an opinion on that. I mean, is it? Do we still need to find a striker, possibly sign a striker in uh, in January, or are the strikers and the people we've got now possibly um, looking to gel and, and maybe enough to take us forward? I think we're a bit short. I think, Mickey. I think you know, if you think about it, you've obviously got Matt Smith on the bench. Bennett obviously offers that option. Obviously, he's a bit of a wide player slash forward. But I think we do need one more player in. I think it will depend on who we move on in January window. It'd be that's an interesting talking point in itself. Like I, I imagine Thompson's going to go. I imagine Bodvardson will go. Whether anyone will take him up and or we pay him off, I'm not quite sure. But then you think like if that's the case, maybe Mahoney might go. I think we do need maybe another wide player. Just to add something slightly different. As much as Scott Malone's a grafter, and he, he does well down that left hand side, you know him playing kind of the the left winger in the side. I think you kind of I think we probably need an out and out winger instead. I don't know what you reckon. Uh, sorry, I didn't catch your name, uh, East Block. Yeah, I mean, it obviously depends on the, the way that um, that Rowett chooses to set up in terms of his four four two. I don't know. I don't know who he's going to want to play out on the left and right. And also, if we're not playing <coughs> people like Matt Smith, then he's not really going to want the balls coming in from out wide. So people like Mahoney might move on. Anyone that springs to mind, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit for your championship knowledge, but anyone out there that if you was to kind of, you know, kind of pinpoint a song we could go for in January, is anyone that crosses your mind? <coughs> um, no, just... just quick I was just wondering what sort of... The, that if we do choose to, or if Gary Road does choose to to go with a more traditional sort of four four two, then would we need anybody? Because the thing is, we've got people have been we've been sticking them up top by themselves, and then moaning they're not getting anything. And now, if we're going to give them support with an extra striker and play it into feet the way they want, then it just it, I think it just changes what we what we're going to see from people. Definitely, I mean. Do you think he has changed obviously in the last few games? I mean, Mickey, we say this all the time. Do you think it's here to stay now, the way we're setting up at the moment, or what do you reckon, mate? I mean, I don't know. He seems to be more relaxed with Danny, and he seems to have listened to possibly what fans have been saying about it, but it seems to be working. Whether or not that was his plan from a hold of, of trying to get it to work, but it seems now as if the players feel comfortable and everything else. Can't TT, press your request button. <laughs> you, you always have an opinion. Here we go. <laughs> bit of peer pressure no that's it coming in TT what's your opinion on the conversation so far fella unmute self fella <laughs> there we go come on am, in. am I on you're live you're live to the nation TT I, I am live do you know what forget about look, this, I, I've heard a little bit of negativity on this how can we be negative that's the best performance of the season all day long oh 100% we've not been we negative we've got Benica Fobe and Tom Bradshaw looking like prime Steve Morrison and Lee Gregory up front. <laughs> Absolutely superb from them two. You've got Billy Mitchell running the midfield against Birmingham. You've got a defence, Jake Cooper and Sean Hutchinson at the back, looking like they, they, they could deal with anything all day long. Danny McNamara up the right wing. Even George Evans smashing a left-footed like 
goal into the top left-hand corner. It should be nothing but absolutely. Do you know what? We smashed it today. We can talk about the future. We can talk about who we need and who what we want. But let's just fucking gloat and revel in the fact that Millwall oh, delivered I mean, today. I mean, fuck me. We ain't scored three goals in a game for fucking this season, I don't think. So, yeah, absolutely. We've got to revel in, in, in the fact that we won and we won three goals rather than... Yeah, but I've, I've come on this and, and I'm coming on this and I'm, I'm, in a really, I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of negativity and let, let's see what we can do and see what... Fuck that. Like, today's <laughs> a good day. Today's a fucking great day. Let's just, like, let's, like, celebrate the fact that Millwall done what Millwall do well. We, we, we done the poppy appeal really well. We had servicemen, uh, you know, the, the, a couple of home games ago. Today, we stand, we celebrate a little kid that needs to be remembered with Birmingham fans. We do that well. This is what this club does. We're, every single time we get the opportunity to show what our, our club's about, we do that. And then the players on the pitch fought their bollocks off, absolutely dominated Birmingham from start to finish win the game comfortably uh, other than yeah, maybe last 15 minutes you look, you're thinking we could have put, probably put four or five past a, a, you know, a woeful Birmingham team there's no getting around it yeah. but we, we, we've done everything you know today's the day where you walk away from real game that's my fucking football club 100% oh, 100% I totally agree but listen if you're listening to this and you've got an opinion um, there's a couple of you on there who I know who definitely are very outspoken. Uh, Dolby, you, you, you know who you are. Um, if you are interested in getting involved, then just press that request button and it's as simple as that. Press that. We'll get you, we'll get you on air and you can, uh, you can share your views. Um, you know, and if you disagree with any of us, then just let us know. But no, I, I totally agree with you, TT. I think it's, it's an absolute day to sit there and go, you know, it was a great day at the office. We had um, a great win uh, and... You know, it's on the back of a few good days. I mean, the sixth-minute um, tribute, uh, the young lad in Birmingham uh, who sadly, you know, got murdered. Um, and that was a nice touch as well. And, and, you know, our clubs always always lead to front. It's just unfortunate most of the time they never get recognised for it. But, you know, the win today, everything else was fantastic. We don't need yeah, the public Mickey, recognition. Mickey, Mickey, the reason it never gets recognised is because it's Millwall. Yeah, and definitely. so we've got to realise, we've got to realise that no one likes us and we don't, we don't fucking care. We well, this don't is it. Care. Let's have it this way. This is what I'm saying. I agree with you, TT. We don't need the recognition from the outside, though, do we? I, I, I never won that recognition from the outside, no. Mickey. I think for we us, know. we know what, we, should we get our own house in order and that's all that we care about. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, Dale, are you coming on or what? Are you coming on? If so, press that request button. Come on, you must have an opinion. There's a few of you on there now. Char, I haven't spoken to you in ages, fella. You've probably got an opinion as well. Remember, it's easy to do. You just press that request button and we will get you live uh, and you can share your opinion. Um, if you're listening to this, remember to press retweet. We're trying to get as many bods on here as we can. This is a trial for us. And if, if you seem to like it, then we'll look at doing it more regular. Um, it's a great way that we get interactive um, with the fans and we can get, you know, your reactions, your views, your thoughts. Um, it's something what we've looked at for doing. And then obviously Twitter has, has made up spaces. So uh, if you're enjoying it, letting us know. Um, I've got no idea how you can do that, whether or not likes or emojis. I see lots of you are finding the emoji buttons and stuff. So yeah, all good. But yeah, um, Omar, go on then. I'm going to play around again in back. <laughs> TT mate you said about the front two up top how good were they today mate they were class weren't they 
The, the thing with, like I said, it, it reminded me very much of the, the Morrison-Gregory in terms of pressing, getting in the right areas, getting the ball on the pitch. Yeah, To be fair, Benick made wrong decisions a couple of times. You know, there was one in the second half where he literally played it across the box and, you know, there was yeah. nobody there. But he's working and so we can tolerate it. You can make bad decisions, but as long as you're getting yourself in the right position, you're trying, you're doing the right thing, then, you know, putting his head in the in a dangerous situation in the first half, I felt like they, they looked like a proper front two today, Bradshaw and um, and, and, Afobe, and 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 it's something that we need. At, at the den, I think that we really do need a front two that, that can do that. They can work hard. And that's why Smith is definitely on the bench, can come on and, and potentially change your game. But you need, you need two forwards up front that are going to work their nuts off. Ultimately, you're a striker. You want to, you want to put the ball in the back of the net. And, and that's what Brad, Bradshaw's done that. He's put himself, got himself in at the near post in, on the 40th minute, scores a goal. Everyone's a winner from there. Definitely. I think it's you're on a hide into nothing being a middle striker, though. I think the one time I saw Phoebe not closed down today in the cold lane and he was getting stick off some of the fans, you're thinking, cool, like, it's a hide into nothing at Mill, and that's the best of times. I think it is interesting when obviously you say that about the front two. I, I couldn't agree more, mate. I think it is just something I think we identify a bit more better, I think, in that sense, where, you know, two grafting forwards. But it, I don't know. How do we go from here? That's the next question. Where are you looking forward to next Saturday, mate? We can talk about the forwards all day long, but the best yeah. player on the pitch by a long, long Mitchell. way was Billy Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Mitchell today, absolutely. You know, uh, Birmingham City today, you know, uh, Birmingham City are a club that should be slightly bigger than us. However, the, most of the time, you know, we, we look at it, uh, comparatively, we can have similar players. Today, we showed that, like I said, we were better up front, we were better in defence, and we were better in midfield. But their midfield today looked absolutely terrible because George Evans stepped up, to be fair, for the first time this season, I would say that he really did did do well. But he had Billy Mitchell alongside him, who done everything. He was back, he was forward, he he absolutely controlled the game. It was a coming-of-age performance for Billy Mitchell today. And, And we can talk about he's one of our own and all that bollocks because it is bollocks because it doesn't mean nothing unless you deliver Ben Thompson's come and and, and gone a little bit but Billy Mitchell today absolutely ruined that game for for Birmingham they they, they just couldn't get near him and and that's something that we can we can look forward to for the future definitely mate I think even I like the way he gets on the ball he he looks up and looks at the pass I know it sounds stupid but it's kind of uh, a quality that you know you, you look it makes it look so easy as well. But I even I enjoyed the second half bit where I think he had a spat with one of the fellow youngsters on the other side and near the cover lane and on the right hand side. And um, I think Bradshaw had to hold him back there, but he's got a little bite to him as well, hasn't he? Tt just kind of you know he, he really cares about it. I think as well. What well, to be fair, he's an intelligent fella. You know, he's not he's not an idiot. He knows what he's doing on the football pitch, and he was fouled. He was fouled in the corner. He should have got a foul. Yeah. He didn't get the foul. That geezer, uh, the, the Birmingham defender, tried to lard you with him, so he's not going to have it. You know, <laughs> that, that silly things like that, 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 that make a difference in the game. And it, it was close at that time. Players know that if you have a little bit of a ruckus with somebody, that you're going to bring the fans into play. And, you know, we we love that. We At Millwall, we want to see the players fighting for the shirt. We want to see the players having a go. And that, that gets us right into it. So that's more important than whatever's going on on the pitch. No, bang on. I think um, 
what do you make on the situation with Ballard being injured, mate? I think, you know, I, I don't know if you heard it at the start, I was saying, like, it's actually a weird one where we're back to Hutchison and Cooper at the back, the ever-dependable pairing. And I think, in a weird way, like, obviously we're kind of blessed with decent centre-halves there, but the pair of them just seem to kind of hit off again like they used to in the past. It, you, you can never be blessed by an injury to a good player. And uh, Ballard is an absolute quality player. But, yes, Hutchinson, Cooper, they've got that um, partnership that they've had for a long time. Add to that, and we haven't, I've not heard his name mentioned, but he needs to get a lot of fucking credit. Murray Wallace, what yeah. an absolute, you can play him anywhere across the back line, left back, right back, centre back, put him in central defence in midfield. This geezer does a job no matter where it is. So you add him to that Sean Hutchinson and Jake Cooper partnership, and you've got good quality players. Daniel Ballard is going to be a very, very good player and probably will play at a better level than than, than what we are at currently. Uh, but it's not, never a blessing in disguise. It would be better if he was was on the pitch. He, he's made mistakes, but he's young. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd much, much rather him play in the team than, than, than be injured. But it's fantastic that we've got, the, you know, Cooper and Hutchinson to come in, step up, and, and do what they do. I think the best thing to disguise from it, TT, is he might actually have a, a price tag that might be affordable if he's not playing for three or four months, you know, maybe come next summer. Uh, can we not rule that one out? <clears throat> no chance. Absolutely no chance we'll be able to afford him. <laughs> Let me be positive, mate. Come on. He, he, yeah, you never no. know. You never know. Listen, there's being positive and there's being delusional. Like, absolutely. <laughs> we've, fall, we've fallen in love with lone players many, many times. This is another time where we will not get Daniel Ballard. It's just the absolute no chance. So... I like your positive thinking, Omar, <laughs> but leave it there. Well, when he signs for us oh. uh, next season on loan in the Premier League, I think, um, there you go. Oh, that'll do. Go on, Mickey. Bill's <laughs> Bill, if you want to join in, press, um, press request and we'll get you on board for your points of views. Any of you have got, uh, you want to air your views, you want to you add to the discussion, then please just do. We've got another one from Ace Block. Uh, go on in, fella. You all should be connected. Go on in, fella. Unmute yourself. Off you go. Oh, he's connected uh, yeah. before. What happened there? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, just quickly as well. Um, my son and I was talking about, um, after the game, about Jed Wallace and his role today. And to be honest, for the first time in quite a while, I felt like we didn't depend on him today. And whether he's in the team or not in the team today, I think we still probably would have done done the job today anyway. I don't think we depended on him today. I don't think he carried us. That's refreshing, that one for me, because I think even the Stoke game sticks in the memory where I think you had Shea Ojo involved with one of the goals and then the same with, I think he wasn't involved in the second goal either, Jed, but I agree with you there. Like, you know, Mickey, you know, we talk about Jed all the time, don't we? But it's nice to kind of have other players to kind of step up to the match piece, so to speak. No, 100%. But I do agree with East Block there. I think it was the first time where it didn't look as if we were banking all our hopes on, on Jed today. No, for sure. So, yeah, go on, Omar. I'm just doing No worries. Yeah, I mean, TT, you're still there, yeah? What do you make of um, Jed's performance today? I think it was... Do you agree with this plot there, where it's, you know, doesn't... New message. What up, what up? It's Heather's cousin. You dated her in college, or maybe you were just in the same class. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat, my man. Let's hit the water. Oh, and Heather told me you always liked uh, snacks and stuff, so I could totally bring some chips. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them, and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Hey, also, I'm a little short on cash, so can you cover the chips? Thanks. I can see why Heather liked you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states.
On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. I'm I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Needs to have that much an involvement, but even still, I think his quality is still there to be seen. Jed Wallace is the best football player we got at the club. End of story. <laughs> End of story. Um, and he's got the, you know, it doesn't always work for Jed. And so when when people look at him and think, if you, uh, there's a, I think there's a fella that's got a, a Jed Wallace, you know, wank page where he posts every now and again of how brilliant Jed Wallace is. And you look at it, you're thinking he does things that no other player does, and has no, no other other players done for a long time wearing a middle shirt. He didn't need to do it today. He done he done little bits, gets the ball, tries things. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. If he doesn't work, he looks like an idiot. If it does work, he looks like a genius. But what I love about him is that he keeps trying it. He puts his head down. He works. He's running all over the pitch. And we are a better team. And, and I genuinely think this. If we don't have Jed Wallace on our side, we'd look... You know, and I, I like the point that was made that today was a day where maybe if we didn't have Jed Wallace in the team, we still look as good. But 95% of the time, we need that spark that Jed provides and, and we, without him we, we don't we we are a, a, a much um we, you know we 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 really are a, a less of a team without Jed Wallace in the team. I, think though, I think though I agree with everything you're saying he is he is the most talented player we've had in a very very long time. I think the the problem is is that the reality is is that he might not sign a new contract and that's a worry because if he goes and it is someone that carries us then we're I don't want us to be done for. And so I'm happy that today we've done it without him being that spark because it, it gives me a bit more comfort that if or when he does go, that we're not going to be, you know, League One the season after. No, look, I understand. We've got another request. Let's get Dolph in. He's definitely got an opinion. He always has an opinion, mate. Go on in, Dolph. Go on in, Lee. Press your mute button, mate. Get, there we go. Yeah, not too bad, Philly. You're live. You're live in the chat. What you got? To say? Uh, do, do, do you know what? I never thought I'd say this, but did I see a little bit of Gary Rowe at sexy football out there today? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, 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 I can't tell you. That's, that's got to be the first time in a long time I've enjoyed a, 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 a home game down the den. Uh, because listen, I, you, you know me, and you've seen some of my tweets. I've been critical of him. It has been boring, you know, and some of them. Your draws we've been we've been getting we should be winning games but listen credit to him and you know li- listening to, to to us and going four four two it's made a massive difference made a massive difference we 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 see we've gone out and attacked the team and, and, and gone winding up early doors today and it's got the crowd behind and yeah everything went our way today just want to pick up a point in that um talked about Jeff Wallace as well and and, and I agree with with TT what you're saying excellent player the best football player at the, the, uh, the club. For me, I've, do I think he's going? I, I do think he's going. Um, and, and, you know, I, I don't want to see it. I'd love to see him sign a, a new contract. But 
I don't think there's a club out there, a bigger club than us, that were willing to go out and spend a few million quid on him because we say he's an excellent player, but he's just got that little something missing. He can win us games, but I think going to the next level, I think he's got that bit missing. But the unfortunate thing is he's got six months left on his deal and people will take that gamble if it's on a free transfer. And I think that's where we're going to be. You think he's a bit like Morrison where he stepped up but he just didn't have that, that final bit when you had to step up? I think so, mate. He obviously, it didn't work out for him at Wolves. And I, and I think he will go to, to to a club at the end of the season. Or be if there, if it's a little bit... He's, listen, he's not a Premier League player, but he's a top-end Premier player. Could he go to a, a, a club bigger than us with, with our ambition of getting to the Premier League? Then maybe, but... Listen, I, I, he's, he's not going to be a regular in those teams. I don't, I don't think. You know, people might disagree with me, but I think he's got a little tiny bit missing. But what's the best thing to say about it, though, I think, is that he doesn't look like a player that's got six months left on his contract. Like, I think that's like credit to him in that sense because he could easily sack it off. And you know, you think of like Lyle Taylor at Charlton towards the end of the season, they went down. He's like, you know what, I'm not playing anymore. Yeah, you can't. You, but, he's oh, not you that can't sort compare of him to Lyle Taylor. Lyle no, Taylor's but an he could have easily kind of you know kind of pushed out. You know, kind of gone. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to turn up every week. You, you can see he he, he wants to be it, but. I think it's, you know, he ultimately has a bigger goal in his mind, which you can't knock, I suppose. I think it's, look, he's too, you know, he's getting on in age. He's, he's getting, you know, for for the position he plays, he's, he's getting on in age. By the way, this is Mickey talking about someone getting on in age. Like, you know what Jesus I mean? Christ, I was just about Mickey. to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think what he wants is something to look after his family and look after his pension pot. And, and he wants that chance to prove himself. I mean, being a footballer, you want to play at the top of your, top of your league, you know, top of your field. And the top of the field for him is possibly in the Premiership, playing against some of the, you know, the big teams week in, week out, and have a nice pay packet. And you know what? On on what he's given us over the years, I don't think we can we can hold that against no, him. I don't think we can begrudge him on that. I don't. Think, and I said the same thing about Morrison as well. You know, he left us, earned a good few quid at Norwich, earned a good few quid at Leeds. Didn't work out for him. Come back and then. Obviously, after he's got a few quid in the bank, and you know, maybe as he, as you say, you know, stabilise his, his his future financially with his family, and that, then come back and enjoy his football. So it's it's, it's up to Jeb. What does he want to do? Do you want to enjoy his football with us, or you know, as I said, is he going to go and and you know financially secure his family? Which is I said, you can't begrudge him that. On the situation of Jed, do you think if worse? Do you think if if someone came in offered a million for him in January, hypothetically, I don't know what his worth is, but. Do you think Mill's done the right thing here by, you know, saying kind of bust, stick or bust, so to speak, where, you know, we're sticking by him here and we're not selling him. We're kind of hoping he takes us to where we want to be. Is that a gamble, do you think, Dobbs? Or what would what, you, you kind of make of that one? I think it's a gamble you've got to take, Omar, because at the end of the day, yeah. we're so, we're so, we're, we're, how many times have we been this close? And, you, you, know, you know, 2002, the last time, I think we, we had a realistic chance of maybe, you know, getting get there, you know, and I think if you're this close, I think you do have to take that risk. You have to gamble with it. If you're going to lose him for nothing, you know, what, what's the million quid if you can go gate price then playoffs and everything like that? Definitely. I mean, TC, I felt like he was going to come in a little while ago there. You got anything to add on the Wallace scenario? I don't know if he's there. TC. Absolutely. Go on, mate. I, I, I just think with Jed, Jed is probably going to, I think everyone knows that he's going to leave. And I think personally, it's the wrong decision for him because. Mm. You play for Millwall and you're quite rightly looked at by most people. I think he gets no stick for a winger. He gets no, he gets no, he's at, he's at a club where we respect him and he's a big fish in, 
in a middle-sized pond. I'm not going to say a small pond, but he's a big fish. <laughs> if he goes somewhere else, like um, Dolm said about, he went to Wolves. It didn't work out for him. But I think the club, we're the right club for him. And he should genuinely, I think here, as long as we can pay him the money, because it might be a, it might be a, it might be about the money. Because if if someone can pay him fifteen thirty grand a week, we can't pay that. If it's just about the money, then fair enough. If it's not about that, I don't see him going to another championship club and performing any better. And and that stay I, stay where the fans love you. If it's just about the money, then fair enough. If it's not, then stay with Mill. I think it's. I think it's. If he moves, then I think it's going to be Premiership. It's going to be all about money. If if he if it isn't a move or no one comes up, then I think he'll probably sign and finish his career in Millwall. Who knows, mate? I mean, if you're listening here anyway and you've got something to add to the conversation, be sure to request a join. Um, Dobbs, I mean, we spoke a little bit about the game beforehand. I think before you joined, mate, what did you make of obviously generally as the game today it was you know great watch, wasn't it? Yeah, as I say, I enjoyed it. You know, I, I, I much prefer that formation. You know, on the front foot, crowd get behind the players, the, pal- pl- the players thrive on it. Good atmosphere. For me, you know, I've heard you know, a few people mention it, and, and I'll start myself. I've been banging a Billy Mitchell drum for a long time now. I think he's absolutely superb in the middle of the park. Um, you know, he, he's such an intelligent player but at such a young age. You know, he's so comfortable on the ball. It's very difficult to win the ball off him. And he, he seems to, he, he don't panic. He's very composed and he finds the right passes and we, we keep the ball well with him. Danny McNamara, excellent today. I'm really pleased with Tom Bradshaw as well. Um, you know, it's been a while since he's been to get on that goal trail. He hasn't really had the game time or, or run of games to do it. But, you know, he seems to be getting that game time now and he keeps scoring and, as you know, with any striker, you know, that they need that, that confidence that comes with goals. So I'm pleased to see him getting the goals and I think him and Afobi complement each other well. Um, and it's good to see George Evans get a uh, goal today. And besides his goal, I think he felt he had a good game. And, and again, I've been his biggest credit as well. I think a lot of people have been his critic and I don't think it's been his fault, so to speak, either. I think it's He's, at times, it feels like he's been shoehorned into the side, but I think he, he seemed to be at home next to Mitchell today, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. It, 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 I, thought, I thought Billy Mitchell was superb. It's a shame about, you know, I'd like to see him and, and, and Lenny in there. You know, um, Ryan Leonard, I, I know he's out injured uh, for a while now, but I, I, I think that them two, you know, with, with, with Mitchell, the way he holds the ball up well and Lenny, the way he can drive us forward. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd love to see that. Um, but I think it's a good thing today that Savile got dropped. You know, it's obviously I was excited him coming back in the summer, but he just hasn't done it. You know, he's not come back that same player for whatever reason. Um, but that midfield worked today for me. Yeah, I think I'd, I had, I said the same thing about Savile last weekend after Hull, and I think I had a couple of people mixed responses back to me. I think it, you can see what he offers, but I think he's not quite the same player in a sense. What I remember him from before was like winning cheap free kicks in the middle, kind of obviously scoring goals. But also like that kind of championship know-how, and I feel like at times we've not really seen that with him. Is do you think it's maybe to do with the side or to do with how he fits in, or is it maybe just his performances, or how do you kind of pinpoint that one for yourself? Uh, do, do, do you know, I, I, I actually preferred him as, as a centre half. I'm not going to lie, but I don't think he's better than the centre halves that we've got, and similar to to the midfield, I suppose. But as I say, I've just not seen him do it. I, I don't know what what it is because I think there are you, you do see some certain moments in the game where it's, it. it it does look a decent player, but I think they're few and far between. Again, it might be the same thing. Does he need a bit of game time? Oh, he, he, he had a fair few minutes you know, early on in the season, but I suppose 
you know, when we weren't really in form. So I, I think it, it's if, if listen, if, if this side's fit, I think this side needs to start against Peterborough next week. We need to find some bit of consistency there, and and we listen. We've got to go there and win. It's not just a winnable game. We've got to go there and win. I agree. I think we could find ourselves. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. That's classic Millwall fans, but. You know, we're probably a win or two, I mean, three points away from the playoffs, but could be potentially Christmas in the playoffs if if things go our way, Dolls. Or, or TT, you're going to unmute yourself and tell me to stop getting ahead of myself, aren't you? Yes, I am. Right, like, straight away. I'm going to tell you, stop, getting a, stop being a dickhead. Yeah, don't. don't, don't. It's one win. Um, Let me get however, excited. I would say, I would, yeah, no, I can, I can hear getting excited, but we're a long way off from getting <laughs> properly excited. I would say about Savile is that he's playing in a Gary Rowett situation where he's he's a lot deeper than he would normally want to be. We, remember, we, today we played four four two. Evans and Billy Mitchell are further up the pitch than they normally would be. Mm-hmm. We know we have we've we've played so much with that five two, um, you know, the two holding midfielders, and one of them has been Savile, and that's not his game. If we can get him further up the pitch. Where that he he naturally drifts into the box, Frank Lampard esque, as you could say with a with a Premiership, and he's nowhere near that that kind of quality of player. But he can provide that that kind of that goals into the box, and he's done it a couple of times this season. If if he's playing that four four two and he's allowed to give, if he's allowed that ad, a, attacking advantage, then he can he can provide it. So I, I I don't think we've a little bit. It's a little bit on him because he hasn't put himself about like you did do at that first turn with us but it's also the fact that Gary Rowett has not got, kind of given him a bit of more attacking free reign that he, he would need to really deliver I agree with you I think um, yeah maybe it is a setup centre thing I mean Mickey uh, did you want to try and get anyone else in is anyone else that you've kind of got waiting to come on or uh, no, there's no one else at the minute, mate. We're um, we're waiting for some more people to do. I've I've sent some DMs out to some of the other um, groups out there and see what's what. But no, we 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 can uh, we can go along for a little bit longer, see where we go, maybe get it up to go to the ten, and, uh, and and then obviously get some feedback on on how it's gone. Look, if you if you are listening, we can see loads of you uh, in there. Michael, Charlie, Night Train, MFC, MSC fan, Char, Scott. Etc. Etc. We can see you all in there. If you've got an opinion and you want to get involved, then please do just press your request button. It's as easy as that, and we will get you on. We are learning as we go, so uh, if there are any technical issues, do apologise. Um, we do normally do a podcast across YouTube and across all podcast providers. So you, if, if this is your first time listening to us, then please do uh, check us out. It's quite easy at Millwall Pod across all social media. Um, but no, look. I, I I think we got a great win today. We need to get the win at Peterborough. Um I mean Dolce, I mean, what's your views on this um playing five at the back and four at the back? I mean, obviously we had a bit of a conversation with it before you joined, but I mean what's your views on this? I think if you if you play five at the back, I mean there's there was one time a couple of weeks back where four four two didn't work. Um and I think you reverted back to the the five across the back. And and it, it, we seem to come to life. And I think we only come to life if you can play them fullbacks higher up the pitch. Um, you know, you've got three de- decent quality centre halves there. Um, you, you, I mean, I think even if you push uh, Wallace inside with Hutch and, and Cooper, but definitely with Ballard in there, I think you've got three decent centre halves. But if you can get your your Danny McNamara and your Scott Malone's 
further up the pitch, then then I think you can. But I just felt we were we were, we, we sat back too much, and that was a flat five for me. Um, but you know, it, it, if you can today for me, four four two works, and, and and that's our preferred route at home. I think get on that front foot. Do you also think that it gets the crowd on board? Right? And once that crowd gets on board, then players seem to look as if they're enjoying it and. They sort of play to the crowd. It's key, mate. It's absolutely key to plan the front foot, get the crowd behind you. Uh, another thing I was going to mention, just going back to Jeb Wallace a little bit today. Don't know whether you you you, you kind of realised it yourselves today, but it was like he was enjoying himself out there. There's a, a, for the last couple of weeks, I didn't see that from Jed. Listen, I'm never going to knock him. I don't, you know, he, he always tries, he works hard, he'll run his socks off. But he didn't seem to be enjoying himself. Today, he looked like he was enjoying himself. And I think, again, key to keeping him, if we if we are to keep him, is, as I said, get that connection between the players and the supporters. Get him enjoying it again, just, you know, winning games. And, and you never know. He looked as if he was slightly frustrated the last couple of games. He looked as if the... the, the the team weren't necessarily playing on the same um, mindset what he was playing and, and things what he was trying to do weren't necessarily working out. But I agree, you know, today he, he definitely looked more relaxed in the in his play. He, he just looked um, much more left. He was more hungry. He was chasing everything down, you know, and, and, and you're right. I think it probably is frustration when he feels if he's, you know, working his ass off and, and, and others might not be... You know, in that standard, you know, it could be, it must be frustrating for a player like that out there. But today, um, I think, I don't know who said it, it might have been TTI more earlier on, said we didn't, we weren't too dependent on Jed alone today. Everyone stepped up and I think he enjoyed that and I think he thrived on it. He was chasing everything down. He looked hungry out there and as I said, he looked like he's enjoying himself. I mean, question for you, you three, TT, Dobson, obviously, um, Ace Block. Anyone else who wants to get in, just remember to just press that request button and we'll get you live um, to hear your opinion. Do you think, Millwall was, uh, you know, really good today, or do you just think that maybe Birmingham was shit? Be a bit of both there, Mick. I think, if I'm honest, I don't think they're the the, the greatest championship side, and and that's why I won't go you know, get, get too excited. I think, listen, 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 enjoy it. It's a long, as you said, it's a long time since we scored three goals at, at home or in any game for that matter, but. We'll, we'll enjoy it. But yeah, they weren't the best side. I said before, I tweeted before the game that anything other than a big win today um, wasn't good enough. So we had to win and, and I'm saying the same against Peterborough next week. It's not These one wins every now and then and follow it up with three or four draws ain't good enough. If, if you're good enough, yeah. if you want to put Jed, if you want to really you know, push on them players, which I don't see why we we, we can't. We shouldn't be sitting here saying oh, we're punching above our weights. Let's give it a go. But I think you've got to win these type of games. I think, um, I think, irrespective of whether Birmingham were good or bad, we've come up against teams a lot of times where they haven't been good and we still haven't managed to get over the line. I'm just glad that we managed to get over the line today. So in that sense, you know, we've done the job we need to do. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, TT, what's your views on that? No. Well, Birmingham was shit. There's no, there's no getting around it. Their, their midfield's the worst. Mid- they, they are genuinely the worst team that have been at the end this season. End of story. So we have to take it with a bit of a pinch of salt. However, the attitude, the desire from the players, makes a difference. I think if you're going to go and press them, you're going to put them under pressure. We looked a team today that. Look, quite rightly, should be you know we're eighth in the championship. We're not we're not no fucking like fodder. 
You know, we're not Barnsley. We're, we're a team that could potentially, we put a decent run together, we're, we're in the playoffs. So that's how we should attack games. Hang on, you just um, called Omar a dickhead for fucking thinking about... No, no just... I, I said, I said, I, I, the reason I called Omar a dickhead is because he's like, what, what, I, I said, we should be looking to that. Not that we are that. There's a big difference. So, I, I said we should be looking to we should be looking to attack teams because we, especially at home, we've got the players to be able to take a game to a team like we did today. Um, I, every I, I genuinely believe every single game in the championship. You know, we could play Fulham, we beat Fulham, but then we could equally go away to Barnsley and lose to Barnsley. So it's the championship. You know, you, you've just got to apply yourself. Every you've got to go to every single game and try and win it. We, I mean, that, I mean, this year the championship is probably the weakest it's been in a, in a good couple of years. And if there's anything really that we've got to today is that you know this season is definitely that chance. You agree, Omar? Yeah, I mean, that's it. I think it's also about being competitive and just being in and around it, which I think, to be fair to Rowett, whilst, you know, we we all criticise him, some people don't, obviously, but I think the one thing you've got to give him credit for is we are kind of a steady Eddie team in the sense that we're in and around it constantly. And I think you can't knock that since he's been in, you know, two top half finishes and you are one run away. It's, it's, it's kind of a simple way of looking at it, but you are one good run away from reaching that kind of, you know, that playoffs. And I think I agree with what TT said. I, I don't expect us to be a top six side. Don't get me wrong. But again, you know, you'd look around the teams around you. We're just kind of, we're, we're a team in and around it for a reason, I think. And we should be aiming for that. I agree with, with what you're saying there, to be honest. No, totally. Yeah. No, I, I, I think we can't take away three, three points today. We are, what, two, three points off playoff positions. If we can win the next two games, well, I think they're, they're must-win games, then, um, yeah, it definitely opens up the season for us. And, and you know, potentially it, it gives us that warm, glowy feeling inside us, doesn't it? Well, I've got that warm, glowing feeling right now, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. And that's after one win. So, there you go. That's what it's like supporting a Millwall team, though, isn't it, mate? I think that's it. You can't, it's, that, it's that feeling on a Saturday night after getting three points, you know, after playing well. It's yeah. not even, it doesn't even need to be an away game. It could be a home game like that against Birmingham. Good atmosphere. Have a little sing song, enjoy the day, and you know you're excited for what could come up next. And I think you know reality is we'll probably go to Peterborough and lose five nil on next Saturday because we always seem to concede five there. But I'm buzzing for it regardless, and hopefully it should be a good one for us. No, look, I, you know, I, I think it's it's definitely one of those. But I think we are starting to to look a lot more um, interesting in the style we're playing rather than that, that boring level. I think, you know, what Dolph said a minute ago was about, you know, did he see some sexy football play today under Rowett? And I think that's, that's a point, you know, that we are starting to see a bit more football slowly creeping in. We can doing that and work on that and the players are enjoying it and the fans are enjoying it. Then I think that combination of both um, will have a positive effect to potentially anything's possible. I think um, also, I don't know if it's an interesting one here, but obviously we're all positive today, but it's another game about a clean sheet. I, I don't know, obviously we've had our injuries at the back. It's you know, bad not being available today for the first time this season, but 
I just wonder if, you know, if a few of them games where we can, I think we only kept four clean sheets this season. It's a bit uncharacteristic of us. And by laws of average, then you'd hope that, you know, last couple of seasons we've kept, I don't know, probably about 18, 19, 20 clean sheets. Maybe we will start to see that tighten up and all and maybe be more positive in that sense where if we're keeping clean sheets and scoring goals like we are at the moment, you know, it's, it's exciting and it's something to look forward to going into, you know, the Christmas period, really. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Um, it's only a couple of weeks now and then obviously the Christmas period is well upon us. So, yeah, no, look, I think the next two games, especially Peterborough, as we said earlier on, we don't really get good results against them. If we can... We can win now um, and win definitely the next two games. And I think, you know, I think anything's possible, to be fair. I've got one question for you, Mickey, because you might know this from your time as fan of the board whilst we wrap up, right? They've done it today on the Tannoy. Mr. Den is in the South Stand and then Mr. Den has left the building. Do you know where it is? And if so, are you allowed to tell us? Because what is Mr. Den? What does that mean? Mr. Den is just a security code. It's just uh, that something's going on. And it's basically a quicker way of getting people to that that area, um, and normally that's it. There there are different. You have got different codes. So Mister Den will change regularly, and you've got Mister Brown and something else. What means different things? But normally it just means that something's gone on, or you know, you're they need someone's been nicked, and they need police, or they need security. Steward's got someone. It's just a way of getting people to the stadium. When they say Mr. Dennis left the stadium, it just means that it's all dealt with. It's over and no one else can go running. There you go. I've always wondered, and I'm sure, I hope I'm not the only one in this uh, call that's wondered that before. Yeah, I, about it, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get shot now for saying that, but yeah, no, that's normal. You normally have different levels of codes um, within that sort of process, and then it just, yeah. Just get it, just some way of getting people to it. If certain people aren't on radio, it's just an easier way of, of making sure people are aware. Fair play. All right, mate. I think I've done my piece, to be honest. Well, um, Go on, pal. Just, just well, look, you know, let us about the Mill Lions made a bit of a, an appearance in the family stand. Yeah. Say that again. The Mill Lion, the big fluffy Mill Lion. Oh, yeah, Zamba. Yeah, um, yeah, but you know, the. Um, the, the big one that used to be in the... Oh, in the press room, yeah. Yeah, in the press room, yeah. It's, it's over in the family stand now. Oh, OK, OK. I mean, the one thing what I would like to say just before, we had um, we had Brian Woods at the game today. Um, and, you know, he's raised over well over 100 grand for uh, walking with wounded. He'd done, in November, he'd done 55 marathons in 25 days, which by itself is no small feat. Um pretty much destroyed his body I think but you know good luck to him um, congratulations uh, Millwall gave him a signed shirt today as well so he's, he's done really well and he's a, he's a top bloke so hats off to him um, if you're enjoying this let us know on Twitter um, and we will look at, at bringing this in on a regular occurrence um, we try to aim to be as interactive as, as we can and, and obviously with comments and, and views across our YouTube channel and our podcast channel um, we get feedback and we and we take all your all your thoughts and opinions. We do ask people to to send in voice messages or send us you know voice messages or video clips stuff like that. If you want to get involved, it's fairly easy. But with this, what Twitter seems to do, we've been monitoring it now for a few weeks and seeing how it works and stuff like that. We're still learning our way around it. Um, but if it's something that you enjoy, please do let us know on Twitter. Send us you know a DM or or, or, or you know. 
send us something um, and tag us in and just tell us what your thoughts are of it. And again, uh, we'll look at bringing this in on a regular basis. Um, it's just good to create as much interaction uh, and different views. It's okay, me and Omar, and sometimes, you know, with Kai as well, having our opinions, but sometimes it's great to, to get people like Dolbs and TT and, uh, and, and East Block and, and some others, John, who was in earlier on, just to get other people's views and opinions. And sometimes, hopefully, they completely disagree with what we say. So, um, yeah, I think I'm pretty much done, Omar. You got anything else to say? Get in that mirror. Dubs, you got, you got any <laughs> final words before we kick you out? No, I thought I was going to regret getting the Peterborough tickets, but uh, after today, mate, I'm looking forward to that next week. Yeah, it yeah, should be great. Day. East Block, thanks very much for joining in, fella. Lines. No worries. Again, if you like this, let us know, and uh, hopefully we'll see you after the win against Peterborough. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you want to get involved more, just search that Mill podcast across YouTube or across your podcast provider. You can see the stuff we do and hopefully you become regulars with us. And uh, that's it from me and Omar. We will see you again uh, very shortly, uh, either on here or with uh, one of our podcasts or YouTube. So, yeah, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for being part of a trial and hopefully this will become part of us now. So, that's it from me, and we're finally done. So, yeah, thanks very much. Cheers, guys. Ta-da, everyone. Bye. Picture this, you're fully immersed in your podcast because in the back of your mind, you're not trying to recall when that deadline was supposed to be or stressing to keep everyone updated on next steps. MeetMonday.com, a work management platform that makes having peace of mind easy. With Monday.com, all your work lives in one centralized place. You can automate updates to keep team members up to speed and ensure nothing falls through the cracks, even while you're enjoying your favorite podcast. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, 
turning a side hustle into a full hustle or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.